This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast. The podcast for entrepreneurs who want to grow, get better, and rewire your mind for success so you can build the business of your dreams. And now, it's time to dig deep with an MLSP industry top earner. Let's rock. Welcome to another episode of the Miley System Pro Wake Up Call Podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. This guy is doing it, man. He's free. He's at home, building his business, multiple revenue streams, a coach here inside of MLSP, master affiliate. And guys, I mean, that's, isn't that the dream, right? He's able to be at home with his family, with his kids, grandkids, do what, you know, what he wants at will, doesn't ask doesn't have to ask for permission, and it's just, it's cool. It's pretty cool. And then Bob, Bob's story is a little bit unique in the sense that where he didn't, like, hate his job. He wasn't like, screw my boss, I'm out of here. He actually was in a very established, esteemed healthcare profession for years, and he started this business because he was wanting to, you know, what else? Retirement. What else could I do, you know, to create some more retirement income, and what do I do in, in my next chapter? His friends, his colleagues thought he was crazy, and he bounced around for a bit, he'll tell you, you know, for years, just like me, <laughs> like many of us, right, when we get started. And he had to figure out how to do this thing part-time, and that's what he did. And go figure, he hung in there, he stayed consistent, he got better, increased his skills over time, was not overnight, and now he's free and he teaches others who have, you know, very little time, might have a job or two in some cases, but have a passion, a desire for the, for home business, a passion to be able to make money from home. And that's his client because that's who he is. And now he does it from home and gets paid for it. And he's a big part of what we're doing here inside of MLSP as part of our leadership team and coaches, like I said. It's possible, guys. It's possible. And uh, I've known this dude for years, and it's so cool that we are working in this at this level together and making a huge impact um, inside of this community. Dr. Bob Clark, good morning, sir. Welcome to the wake-up call. Morning, Brian. Thank you so much. Well, it's, it's always so wonderful to be here with you guys. And, and Brian, I always loved how you introduced me. As I always tell you, it pumps me up, so I should have you on recording and play it every morning. That's what I need to do. Uh, but, but yeah, guys, I am so excited about today, really. like I'm excited about every wake-up call, but this one, this topic came from a question I got from a coaching client yesterday. Uh, and oftentimes that's, that's where I get my ideas. But let me tell you this story because it's, it's interesting. Um, I was talking to this client yesterday, and, you know, she's struggling. She's struggling in her business. She's struggling to get results. And I was telling her a little bit about my story. And, and by the way, I, I, this is my 15th year in the industry, which is crazy. I started back in 2008. I think that's 15 years, I believe. No, maybe not. 13 years. Anyway, um, I told her that, you know, for the first 10 years, that I was doing this in home business, I struggled. I struggled to get any kind of consistent results. Brian just alluded to it. You know, I was all over the place. Um, I wasn't getting consistent results. I wasn't making enough money, certainly, to change my life at all. But for the last five, that changed. And now I'm enjoying the most success I've ever had in this industry. And then she asked me a question. She said, what changed from the first 10 years to the last five? What changed? I thought, man, that's such a great question. It's such a great topic. So I thought you guys might benefit from my answer to her 
because I was able to sit down and really think about it and identified seven things. And I want to kind of roll them out to you because, um, you know, maybe these all don't apply to you, but I'm betting some of them probably do. And sometimes just one or two tweaks can really change things for you. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of give you a list of what changed for me in the 10 years of struggle versus the five years of success. And that's the topic of this wake-up call, right, from struggle to success. So these are things that changed for me. In the first 10 years when I was struggling, I did what was fun, and I did it when I felt like it. Okay, I did what was fun, and I did it when I felt like it. And when I say that, I mean there are certain things in this, certain activities, right, in the home business that are fun for us and some are that are probably not so fun. Well, I was only doing the things that, were, that I found fun. I didn't have a lot of time, like Brian said, so I'm going to have fun as, as well as grow a business, right? So I was doing the things that weren't necessarily the most important, but they were fun for me. So I stayed in the game. I, I didn't push it too hard, right? If I wanted to take a day off, I took a day off, but I stayed in the game. I stayed, in, I stayed consistent enough where I stayed in the game, but I didn't push it. Okay, so I, I did what was fun, and I did it when I felt like it. That's the first 10 years. The last five? I, did the act I switched to doing the activities that were most impactful in my business, even if they weren't the most fun, and even when I didn't feel like it. And that was the big switch there. I went from doing what was fun when I felt like it to doing what was most impactful even when I didn't feel like it. And if you're wondering what those most impactful activities are, um, I would tell you to, to go back um, to yesterday's Thursday training in MLSB, the Thursday coaching, where Stacy and I really dove deep into that. Uh, because, you know, most impactful activities can depend on your circumstance and, your, and where you are in your business. But in general, as we said yesterday, um, if by nothing else, default to building your audience, right? If you, you can't go wrong by building your audience. So if, if that's the only thing you do, that's very impactful. Second thing, the first 10 years, I tried to build my business everywhere, and I mean everywhere. Right? I tried Facebook. I tried YouTube. I tried Instagram. I tried LinkedIn. Uh, TikTok wasn't around that back then, but I, I tried blogging. I tried video. I, I tried uh, so, solo ads. I babbled in everything. So as you can imagine, right, I was a uh, master at none, mediocre at everything. Uh, that was my first 10 years. The last five, I focus on one platform, Facebook. One platform only. Doesn't mean I'm not around other platforms, but I focus primarily on one platform, and I got really good at it. I really understand it. Uh, and that, that was a big difference. That was the game changer for me from the first 10 to the last five. Third thing, uh, my first 10 years, I was in multiple businesses and training programs, often at the same time. I think at one point, I, I remember back, at one point I was in three different MLM companies and two different training programs, five things at the same time, trying to promote everything, right? Um, my thought was the more I can promote, the more money I can make, right? It doesn't work that way. We know it doesn't work that way. Last five years, I stuck with one, and that one was MOST, right? When you focus on one as opposed to many, you can make much, far, much more results and much more money than you can if you try to promote multiple things and you haven't had any results with it. 
Game smooth. Um, first 10 years, I learned more than I implemented. This was a big one for me. First 10 years, I was a webinar junkie. Literally, I was on a webinar every night. Back then, webinars were really hot. There was a webinar a night, and I was on all of them. And I had, I still have notebooks full of notes from those days. Most of them never used. Right? I feel good about it, uh, but I definitely learn more than I implemented. Last five, I flipped that. I implement more than I learned. I still learn because you'd always be learning, but I implemented what, you know, way more than I did before. So I, I used this example last night. I'm going to use it again. Imagine a seesaw with learning on one side of the seesaw and implementing on the other. And most people are so heavy in learning because it's fun that that seesaw is totally weighted down on that edge, right? It's not level, it's, it's skewed because you're, you're learning heavy. The goal is to bring it up to practically a uh, horizontal level. It's not kind of tilted toward the implementation side because the more action you take, right, the more results you're going to get. But most of us like to stay stuck in learning because learning is safe. It's fun. I love to learn new things. And you sit behind your computer, and you're in a webinar or a workshop or whatever, and it's fun. Implementation or action is risky, right? Maybe somebody won't like it, whatever. Um, but that's that was the big change. First 10, I learned, didn't implement. Last five, I implemented more than I learned. So I hope that, that helps out some of you guys. Um, here's another one. The first 10 years. I focus on perfection, on perfection. Guys, I am a perfectionist, and I fight it every single day. I like things to be perfect. I know, I, you know, intuitively I know it can't be, but it's, it's just, it's in me, right? I want to be perfect. So in the first 10, I really focused on that. The last five, I focus on production. I'm getting really good now at producing things, content, courses, whatever, that are highly valuable but maybe not perfect. And predict predictably, my results have gone way up because of it. So first 10, focused on perfection. Last five, focused on production. And I've got a couple more. Uh, the first 10, I was pretty unaware of any of my limiting beliefs. I really didn't think about it. I wasn't aware of it. Um, I just went on my way, you know kind of oblivious. The last five, I really became aware of those living beliefs, and I started attacking them and correcting them as much as I could. So they, they pretty much stopped holding me back where they were before. So I guess you could say I became much more aware of my mindset in the last five years, and especially limiting beliefs, because we all have them, whether we want to admit it or not. Uh, we all have them whether we know we do or not. And when you, st when you start challenging those beliefs and thinking in different ways about them, things can happen pretty fast in your business. Okay, let me give you the last one, and then I'll close up here. The first 10 years, I lacked urgency. Like Brian said, I liked my job. I loved my job. I had no intention of leaving it. I was building my business for the future. So predictably, you know, there was no urgency. As I said before, I did it when I felt like it. And, you know, I, was, I wouldn't say I was not consistent. I was, I was fairly consistent, but I wasn't in there. Like, if I didn't feel good, I'd take a day off. If I 
had something else to do. I didn't worry about it. I took the day off from business, you know. So I, I, I lacked urgency, frankly. Last five years, I had a high sense of urgency because things changed in my life, things changed in my job, and I wanted to get out of my job before it killed me, literally health-wise. So I had a high sense of urgency. So in those last five years, man, especially the last year and a half, so basically when I made that decision uh, and changed all the stuff that I just talked about, it took me about a year and a half to get out of my job, and I went full-time. That's how important a lot of these changes are when you tweak just something like that. So first 10 years, I lacked urgency. Last five years, high sense of urgency. And, you know, if you're in a situation where, I think I did a whole wake-up call on this, but if you're in a, uh, a place where, you know, maybe you do like your job or maybe, you know, you have income coming in and, and you're uh, from, from another source and you're okay, you know, you're, you're, your kids are fed and, and, you know, food's on the table, the bills are paid, you have extra money at the end of the month, and there's not really any, any urgency. If you're in that spot and trying to grow a business, I will tell you right now, it's hard. Because the more urgent things are, the more you'll get done. You know, the person who comes to me and, and uh, has no job, has no money, and needs to make this work, I don't have to tell them about urgency. They know it. Right? But the person like I was who doesn't really need to get results because I have the money, right? everything's pretty good, I, I like my life, that's a tough place to be. There's some things you can do there, right? I mean, I, a few things I would suggest if you're there is, you know, set deadlines. You've got to set deadlines for yourself and keep those deadlines. So you've got to have, you got to improve your self-discipline and you have to add accountability to your life. You've got to have somebody else helping you through that because um, urgency is a tough one. And, and, and it's really important that if you don't have it, you create some for yourself. But that was, that was a change I made I, in my life. You know, in the first 10 years of my business, I lacked urgency. In the last five, high sense of urgency. I, I didn't have to motivate myself. I was motivated to, to get things done. And I still am. I'm still, you know, this is, now it's turned into a passion, so it's, it's easier. But, you know, when, before you get results, you can be passionate, but it's still hard. And especially when you're not seeing the, the results from your actions. So, um, these were the, I believe it was seven, these were the seven things that I told my coaching client that changed. And, um, you know, will this help her? I don't know. It depends if she, if she takes action on these things and, and moves on them. Uh, but I, I, I wanted to put these out to you guys, people who are, who are listening live and, and listening to recording, because, you know, when, when someone says, like, what changed between when you were, when you weren't getting results to where you are, it's usually not because of a change in strategy, marketing strategy. It's usually something like what I talked about, some tweaks that you make in the way you do things, in, in the way you focus, in the way you approach your business, in what you think about. Those are usually the things that make the difference. And everybody's always searching for the new strategy, right, the, the newest way to make leads. And that's cool. I love it too. But those aren't usually the things that will drive your success. When you're, when you're challenged, when, when you're not having success. It's usually these subtle things, for lack of a better word, uh, that will be the difference between the times that you struggle and the times that you have success. Hope you guys have got some value from this. Uh, I, I love this topic because uh, too often we jump from, you know, hey, I was struggling, 
to now I'm successful and we don't fill in the gaps. And that's one of the things I really like to do. So hope I've been successful with that today. And uh, love you guys. I'll see you on the wake-up call in a few minutes. Another wake-up call. I'll see you over on the MLC fan page in a few minutes. And uh, uh, have a great day. I'll see you on the next wake-up call. You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.